I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm kind of worn out. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's been a big weekend for the Uptown crew. Dude. Yeah. That was me. Sorry. I was, were, you, were you falling asleep at the microphone? <laughs> um, so, well, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Put them up. Put them up. Put them up. We earned this one. It's official. Hang on. Well, you got a drink. You can't just sit it down. Sorry. So there's one. We have Will. Will Wright on the podcast right now. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. It's we, fun we, hanging out this weekend. We, we worked with you a lot this weekend. We oh, worked with you in two capacities. With us yeah. and with, with us. us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like it's different. Uh, so to give some context, um, we literally just wrapped. Why, why we're tired, why we're worn out. We just finished... Um, an event for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of the Upstate. Here, it's their uh, virtual twelfth annual pep rally, and this year they had to go virtual. Where's Adam going? We lost Adam. We also have Adam on the podcast. For those of you following along at home, well, he was here, <laughs> and now he's not. We'll get through all the introductions eventually. Tell it. Tell us more about uh, Big Brother, Big Sister. So, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. They had to turn their much like a lot of other companies. They had to turn their. Um, event virtual and i think we literally had three weeks notice so yeah we had to pull it out <laughs> yeah and pulled it off yeah and we pulled it off yeah flying colors and uh so if you're listening to this before 10 p.m november 9th monday monday which is <laughs> Tomorrow, tomorrow, today, if theoretically to today, when we release this, uh, visit. Um, oh my gosh, bbbs upstate dot com forward slash pep dash rally. rally. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, yeah, that's where Adam went. So, <clears throat> Adam, hop on. Let's introduce. I'm here. I'm here. The man with the voice, undeniable. <laughs> Everywhere we go, every wedding we're ever at, or anything. You know, there's two of us. We both do essentially the same thing for a living. And uh, like, man, Adam, your voice is great. It's a good voice. Justin. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, got it. I got it. I don't have that. Um, But so we just finished uh, this virtual event. So in our new H26 area here, our office, we uh, set up an entire set. We had their team in, and um, gosh, Will, what else? I'm, I'm tired. What else did they we do for them? So we we produced a bunch of videos. We pre-recorded a few things. We shot a lot of it live, which was cool and stressful. different. <laughs> Why was it so, so stressful for you? I'm just a fan of the pre-record, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, I thought you did great. So, so there, there, there's two modes for me. Like, it's one thing being in front of a bunch of people which I love doing like what you we do. flip the switch and there's energy yeah, there. It's yes. what we do as DJs. We yep. play off of the people we are talking to and doing that into a camera is a different headspace. You know, those people are there, you know, they're excited about what you're putting forward, but you can't see them. Like it, it's just a different kind of connection. We talked about it a little bit on the last podcast of like the difference in being virtual with our client meetings. I, I think it's very close to the same thing with this, like being virtual with that, performer aspect of it is just a, a different headspace. He also well, had to wear a referee's jersey, so that was... Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I'm uh, I'm going. I have to get off here very soon. My shift at Foot Locker starts here in uh, half an hour or so. But uh, well, no. And you're reading off of a teleprompter, or I was reading off of a teleprompter, which it's again. It, there's a lot of information. You have to get it right. Yeah. So conveying it in a I don't know honest, believable manner while yeah. you're trying to not mess up. Well, and you're creating the environment for the live stream. So the experience in the room is otherwise completely silent unless yeah, the talent's true. talking. No yeah. feedback. <clears throat> so have, have we said what Big Brother Big Sister is? Because I'm very tired, too. Well, yeah. So it's an organization here in town. So for uh, they, their aim is youth who need that, I don't know if parental figure or, or someone in their life that that may play that role. That's, I think that use, mentor, I, mentor, is a good mentor, mentee. That big like, sister, the, big brother. Thing. Exactly. It's it's in the name. <laughs> can't can't. It's it's so simple. You can't make this stuff up, guys. So <laughs> they thought about it so hard. <laughs> Dude, my brain is mush, man. Um, the fact that we're still here is. But we should encourage them to go to the website and check out the silent auction they have going until tomorrow because there's some really cool things on there. Well, I heard you're interested in some uh, There's some a lot golf of golf things. on there. No, don't tell them, dude. Me and Adam want to get to golf. If no, you're looking, a lot. If you're looking lot. for great deals on amazing golf packages, just leave them for us. Go find them somewhere else. <laughs> there's plenty of other things to bid on. Um, but there besides are golf, other, there's plenty other of other things stuff to, to bid on. on. They have a lot of, uh, it, there was a lot of Clemson, Carolina stuff going on. So there's a lot of like team memorabilia, some signs. Tons of signed stuff. Really cool. Trips, adventures, and you name you, it. And if you can help this year, please do, because with COVID, it's been a down year for fundraising for them. So they yeah. do need the funds. Yeah. Um, they do, they have a, they're a great cause, and they do a lot of good in the community. So if you can get over there, find something you want to give as a gift for Christmas or something you want for yourself, check out the website. Again, it was uh, bbbsupstate.com forward slash pep dash rally. Check it out. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. I mean, after hearing that voice tell me to I'm go telling you, on man. there and check it out, it, it's I, I almost want to get off, I want to get off the podcast right now and go <laughs> check it out. Um, really awesome people, man. Yeah, like what a cool opportunity. Yep, yep. Doing the thing you love for people and it, and it's something that is much larger. Yeah. Than yourself and what we're doing, man. Very cool. But so it's been a full weekend. It wasn't just that. So I know that that sounds like a lot. No, no, no. That was just today. That was just today. Our weekend of events started on Friday. We had two weddings on Friday. Um, and Adam and Arlie. So Adam and Arlie were on Friday. Hi, my name's Arlie. I am also on the podcast. <laughs> we, we're finally there. The anticipation, man. We're just building it up for That's you. That's right. And then, um, then Arlie and myself had a wedding on Saturday where Will Wright, right here, was the videographer as well. So uh, if you're following along closely, that was me and Adam Friday and then me and Justin Saturday and me now me and all three of them today. Arlie is very <laughs> tired. <laughs> this has been a full weekend. It has been a full week. It has been a prepping for everything, getting everything ready. But hey, very gratifying when it's all over. So you want to talk about our wedding first? Yeah, open it up. You, you open to the dance floor. You, you can open our talk about it. It was a uh, phenomenal so wait, Adam's going to talk for three minutes and then you're going to talk for the rest of the time? Is that how the <laughs> workload is going to go? <laughs> I'm cool with that as long as you test what you did on Friday. <laughs> so we had a uh, Holly and Nick Worrell um, Friday night at Junto Coffee inside of... Well, hang on. So 
Hallie and Nick are, are videographers and weddings as well. So yep. several months back, Hallie hit me up. We worked together. She was like, oh my gosh, you guys, we want what you do. We're getting married. We want yep. what you do. And um, anytime a wedding vendor or somebody in weddings or in hospitality sees what you do and goes, I got to have that. So there's, a, there's other DJs in town. Um, and, they, and they picked us. So that means, to me, that just means a lot. Shows that they appreciate you know, the, the service, the experience, whatever that we provide. It's, it's so. a good feeling. And it's the vendor relationships we talked about. So it's really cool to yeah, have man. come to someone that they have a relationship with to ask them to DJ. And we get them. to see them many times after their wedding because we'll be working together. And there were many people. So we better do a good job. And there were a lot of people in the industry that were there at their wedding too. They would, yeah. Us and would yeah. come up and say, Hey, and they were happy to see us there too. So there was also a lot of Southern California at that wedding. It was a, that was fun. It was is that where Calif- Nick is from? Uh, yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, even in the ceremony, it was beautiful. It was, I thought it was a great ceremony. Like, it, it was not every ceremony is great. That was a good ceremony. Well, they, they had a minister that had such a close relationship with Nick that goes back years and years and years to Southern California and to, I believe missions work overseas that he was able to talk about. And it, it was just really cool to see that relationship kind of play out a little bit during the ceremony as they talked about it. It, yeah. was, it was fun to be a fly on the wall. You felt very sure. involved in their story. Yeah. It was cool. He was saying how the, how Nick had met her very for a short period of time and was about mm-hmm. to move in with his best man and everything else. And he is, I believe it was the pastor that said, you know, yep. if you love her, go get her. And he broke his lease with his best friend and said, <laughs> I'm out of here. Boom. Went, went to South Carolina. That's right. Said, That's my girl. I'm going, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, super cool couple, uh, great friends and family at that wedding. There was a great crowd. Yep. Uh, makes our jobs a lot easier when the crowd is that enthusiastic. Um, yeah. Like yes. that's, it's the dream for what we do. We want to have that group that wants mm-hmm. to be in that atmosphere. Truly. That's the weddings we want to part, be a part of the ones that are. Well, and just to, just to back up for a second, I'm just, as another wedding vendor, I'm just super impressed at how much information you guys learn about the couple and how much y'all seem to care about them personally. And I don't know, I feel like that shows and comes through, you know, when you guys are providing your services for these couples. So that's really, really cool. I think Arlie and I spoke about it on Friday night about how rewarding this job can be when you watch a bride and groom leave on cloud nine. Like, you know, it could be a hard day. It could be a long day. It could be a draining day. But at the end of the night, when they walk out of there with a smile on their face and they feel like they had the time of their life, it's extremely rewarding. So I, I think I stepped on what you were saying a second ago. Where where were you guys? We were at Junto Coffee House. Yep. Um, it's part of. It's over at Southern Bleacher. Right? Southern Bleacher. Taylor's Mill, the yep. whole deal. Yep. And uh, it was a beautiful wedding. They had the ceremony in the in the coffee house. Dude, I love it over there, man. Ashley and those guys, their venues. They just they're one of those places where I hop in the car to go to, and I'm like, today's going to be great. Because I know they're on top of their stuff. Yeah. And I think that place has so much more potential, too. I think they're just, just now getting to where they can go with that place. Yeah. That place has so much potential to do other have, things other than just weddings there. I mean, and oh they my. have so much room in there with, oh, the, with huge, separate spaces. Dude, I mean, they, they can meet a very small need or a very large need. Yeah, I think that venue has nice. a lot more coming its way. So, Fun fact, side note, the relationship that we have with Will Wright kind of started or at least partially in junto coffee shop uh, that's right that was one of our very first meetings we sat down and i was like man this is kind of what i want and what we're looking to do and 
what we're about and um almost two years later bro here we are are. (laughs) yeah H26. By the way, we have <laughs> a website plug. for this now. We have a website. Yep. Yes. So um, this is called The Morning After Podcast. The Monday After Mon- Podcast. Monday. He keeps saying that. <laughs> Buddy. The Morning After Podcast is a different kind of podcast altogether, Sorry. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is uh, The Monday After Podcast. So uh, every week we recap. We're going to be recapping what we did the week before. We had everybody here tonight, so we wanted to knock this out um, and get together and talk about everything here. So, so yeah, the Monday <laughs> after podcast. I'm tired. It's, Dude, it's I'm been so a long week. If you haven't noticed, we, we do this podcast in one take. So if we were editing, we would have edited that. You, you guys are getting the more or less unfiltered version. Yeah, well, isn't that the point of doing a podcast so people can kind of not kind of simply relate yeah. and get to know yeah. the people you're in the room with us. Yeah. You're not missing a lot. This is um, us. <laughs> three of us are double fisting. True story. And Adam is can, drinking a Fiji. I can cheers <laughs> myself right now. Yeah. That's nice. Um, we, we, we earned this one. So, so you guys, man, so we have a common like a Facebook message thread with the entire uptown team. And so on nights where we have events <laughs> and some nights that we don't, but nights we have events, um, we'll just post pictures in there for social media or, or whatever. And, um, and, and just to tell the rest of the people on the team what's going on and, you know, encouragement and all of that. And um, you guys posted, well, first off, I could tell you guys are having a great time because some of the pictures and video and, all of that stuff. So I, I'll shut up. We all tell what happened. Like I know, so, I know one part that's a great story. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. So there, 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 there was a lot of fun in that. So I, I was feeling it. It was so much fun, and the crowd just from the very open. Adam opened it up, opened the dance floor, and you can jump in and talk about this. You were supposed to start, weren't you? Justin's applauding right now. For oh, a, there's a there was a for fly. a fly. I was trying to kill. Uh, Justin hates flies and spiders. If you've heard the last episode, <laughs> it's. Um, so yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, Adam opened the dance floor. What did you open the dance floor with Adam? The usual, my all time go-to September, September, Earth, Wind and Fire. Earth, Wind and Fire. The, it gets all ages out there. It works the, for everybody. The neon rad redrum, which is a, a really fun, has a, has a little cold drop of that song. Yeah, and they just, they, it, it always opens strong. People come out, get on the dance floor. So from there, like palm of his hand, it was so much fun. So I'm taking photo and video because, you know, if I'm, not DJing, I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm taking pictures from behind him and moving around. And there was some cool stuff happening over on the floor. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sneak out of the DJ booth right now. Oh, that was, oh. Okay. He, he's doing good, so no one's asking for songs. So I'm not having to, like, intercept any requests. Do you find that when you're, when when you have the crowd, like, I feel like I'm, I am at the top of my game, peak performance, if you will, when nobody's asking for songs because they're all too busy dancing their butts off Yep, and they don't have time or they have no need to ask for a song. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just one that's, I feel the same way. If you have people coming up and asking for songs, like half of your, in your head, halfway, you're like, 
okay, let me see if I can work that song in. But you're also like, okay, let me re-gauge this crowd. Let, let me, maybe I'm not playing what Let they're... me figure out where they're at and see if I can get there. We did that on uh, on Saturday. We'll come back to that. But you could we'll always be killing it, and there'd still be that one girl who's like, I want to line this. Play the <laughs> so, so if we're... I want some Cardi B. So <laughs> this... We're bouncing around. Go for no, the no, no, this you're is good. The time. This is the time for this story. So this is the inside. Oh, I'm. Oh, I wasn't going there. Um, you weren't going there. Okay, carry on, carry on. But we'll circle back. That is one of those things as DJs that you know the pulling the, under the hood, the behind the curtain, if you will, is that's part of you know like any job. You they're, can be killing it. You can be one girl. <laughs> they can be one that person. Just has to hear what she wants to hear, and you can still be killing it. This is true. This is true. So tell me about... So Adam is fantastic. What the heck happened? Yep. Adam is doing fantastic. They're <laughs> into it. And we already told you, like, Hallie and Nick are in it. They are wedding industry. And most of the time, that means they are at their wedding to party. They like to get down. They have seen some crazy wedding parties, and they are here for that to be their wedding party. Like, they're getting it. So Hallie is out on the dance floor with Nick in the middle of all their friends and people are gathered around and like it's they're pretty old, too. Those two, they're pretty handsome couple. We oh, get a lot much. of we get a lot of handsome couples here. Yes. Um, if you're a handsome couple, you should uh, come talk to us. So head out onto the dance floor. Everyone's dancing, having a good time. I'm just getting a couple like little shots here and there, and all of a sudden, like there, there's that calm before the storm moment are you guys okay i wish we were a video podcast right now justin's face is red trying not to laugh out loud all right did i say something inappropriate you're just funny you're just funny. okay so th there's this moment before something happens hmm? that you're like oh something is about to happen and you don't know what it is so i i have my camera out and i'm taking photo and video and i start taking a video and Hallie does this little like cool walk thing over and like spreads her friends out a little mm. bit, makes a little hole in the dance floor. Um, and out of nowhere, from standing in her beautiful wedding dress, Hallie drops to the floor, face down, laying on the floor. And there okay. is just this tiny instant of like, oh my God, what is happening? I'm <laughs> so glad I have my camera out. Like, if this doesn't end up being our social media, like, this is going to do great on Reddit or something. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she just starts doing the freaking worm across the dance floor. The bride, Hallie, in her beautiful wedding dress, starts doing the worm. She broke it down, bro. The crowd absolutely went bananas. It was I, a backwards worm, wasn't it? Was it was the backwards worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was the reverse I, worm. It, that is genuinely in... in a career of firsts that was a big first i have never seen that happen that was so bizarre she must crossfit <laughs> <laughs> it was impressive so she's i like, i come back to the dj booth and i'm like adam did you see what just happened and adam goes did somebody do the worm and i was like the bride yes somebody Hallie. did so yeah that was that was the beginning of a very very crazy night so and they they were out on the dance floor like you could see them rapping along to every single song we played and uh, just a look of excitement on their face. And we had the mother of the bride standing on the couch next to the DJ booth, just watching her daughter have a great time. She was just up on the couch, you know, three, four feet above me, just watching, not taking pictures, not anything, just 
full of joy watching her daughter just have the time of her life. And I was like, that's cool, too. I had not seen that. That is super special. Yeah. You know really something cool. I love about you, Adam? Is you're in the moment. You realize that some that that some moments are bigger than, you know, just the small details, everything that goes in. It's like being able to um, realize that. Like to to see that, not just you know, oh, well, well, my, whatever. But like, mom's standing on the couch. Well, I mean, I was telling Arlie when we were driving back from that event. I was like, you know, I'll never be as good a DJ as Arlie is. Arlie's super, in my opinion, the best talented. DJ in the company, one of the best DJs in town, and um, he can do things that I'll never be able to do. And I've always told him like my biggest, you know, good thing, best thing I have going for me as a DJ is I watch the crowd. I watch and try to see what's going on, see how they're interacting, and use that. He takes more time in the DJing because I do a little more, a little more easy way of doing it, still getting it done. But he's doing. He's more. He's a more he's of a technical. I, I'm, a te- I'm a technical DJ, but Adam has his finger on the pulse of that room, and he'll notice things that I don't notice. And, and Adam's programming is super strong. Super super strong. And so, like, for me to be able to see the mom doing that, it's part yeah. of that. It's part of yeah. watching how the room reacts, watching how the people that are, aren't on the dance floor are reacting. So, as a note not just for, people out there. for non-industry, non-DJ people, programming is just song selection. It's, it's Right song, yeah, right time. Right song, right time. It's, it's how you program the set of songs that go through the night. Because we, we generally, we may have a playlist that we're working out of, but it's not a, like, this song, this song, this song in order playlist. It's just, like, a crate of music that we're pulling from. You're weaving that soundtrack. So, and we didn't have any Friday night. We didn't have P- any, picking the right song the at the right heads. time is a, is a lot, and Adam is so, so good at that. All we knew that she liked Drake. That's all we knew for her dance floor. Yeah. That's all we needed. That's all we needed. <laughs> there you go. I'm like a lie. I, I did a deep dive in her Spotify, and it's amazing. If yes. she ever listens to this, your yes. your Spotify playlists are amazing. I'm going to Fire. steal a lot of your stuff on there. And uh, <laughs> and if you have a chance, make sure you go check out Nick Worrell. Um, it's, Didn't you say he had? So the groom has a song, has a, a, a yeah. song yeah. called Brooklyn, which we listened to. It's, it was on there. Um, before ceremony and, list or sorry cocktail list yeah that didn't come from from what i'm told that didn't come out in the planning meeting you had the list of music for their cocktail i had no idea he was even an artist at the Th- there was a list of music for cocktail and adam's like huh this guy has the same name as the groom <laughs> <laughs> and then it just immediately <laughs> turned into like oh that's him i was like we should let's see what this is and it was just really really good like, so at the end of the night when we're you know asking everybody to go outside and line up for a grand exit that we had with, you know, six spark fountains and everybody had sparklers and it was amazing. I want to talk more about that in a minute. Um, (laughs) You know, as everybody's walking out, we needed a song just to have his background music, just to have something playing while everybody's walking out. So I'm like, let's play Nick's song. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, let's play Nick's song. Everybody, you know, anybody that hasn't heard it has a chance to hear it. And I just wanted to make sure I put that out again. It's it's a great song. I actually like it. It's called Brooklyn by Nick Worrell, W-O-R-R-E-L-L. Make sure you check that out on Spotify. It's a really good song. And and we'll come to what you said. Um, mm-hmm. they, they did a really cool thing before the exit, though, after we had kind of cleared out the room. If you want to talk about that and how that happened. The last the last dance they did by themselves? Yep. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, Are you talking so, about where you clear the room? Yes. Dude. Dude. That is such a cool thing I that wish I we, love seeing. I wish, like... I don't know if it's people don't know about it, don't think of, or or even realize why yeah. they should do it. It's one of those things I remember the first time I ever did it. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of things, the first time you ever do it, you go, this is kind of weird. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. She just went and changed into another dress. She came back in the room. We got everybody outside to do their exit and sparklers and whatnot. 
and then we, you know, tastefully eased around. Uh, we were at the cliffs at uh, Cliffs Valley, so there's a little way we can we kind of duck back out of the way just to give them their privacy and let them yeah. really get in that moment. And I'll never forget they're dancing at the end. Oh, by the way, the end of their reception, and they're dancing and looking around the room, and she looks over. She looks over at a table. We can still hear you cough. It's cool. <clears throat> so she looks over at the table and she goes, oh my gosh, look at the centerpieces and all the details. Dude, she's been in the yep. wedding. She's been in the room yep. for like five hours at this End point. End of the night. But she's so, you know, our couples are so busy and they are the center of attention and all that's going on. So the fact that they had a minute to just soak it in yep. and enjoy that time, just the two of them, because a lot of the wedding day leading into that, it's come this direction, stand here, go here, pose yep. here. Now it's time for the introduction, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's the, it's the time where they can just fully just be present in the yep. moment there. And I freaking love it. Because that four or five hours that a wedding takes place in goes so fast. Oh, dude. Are, especially when you are the bride and groom. That is. Oh, my. When you're having fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But there's just so much to do. And they're just constantly moving and going. So having that moment that the room is just empty. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just you and your forever person, like in the middle of the room. You just get to look around. You get to look at each other. You get to talk without people staring at you for the first time. Like it's just, it's a special thing. I like to encourage it to my couples because it's always a lot of fun to see happen. So they, <laughs> so all that's it. So they did that. Yeah, they did it. I didn't see it coming by my brothers and I. I believe was the name of the mm-hmm. band. Um, they had a lot of music that I'd never heard before, which is really cool for me. Yeah, I love learning I love music from couples. To music that so I can cool. see and be like, "Oh wow, never heard of it." And I, and I know a lot of music. Sure, a lot of music in the day, in the age of digital. There's so much more out there to be, a, to learn and everything else. So, I was really thankful for them bringing their style of music and their appreciation for what they listen to to us to give us even a, a broader idea of what's out there and stuff to yep. play for other people, which is really cool. But yeah, we did that, um, and then they did their sparkler exit. All right, so. Not a sparkler exit. No, it was a sparkler exit well, with our spark fountains as well. Yes, we were also sparklering, slightly more so. They so, had their sparklers, and we had our spark <laughs> fountains. So, Justin, if you want to explain well, this. Well, no, so we worked with them a few months ago, man, um, and they were video on it, and we already had their wedding booked. And then I think once they saw the footage, she reached out, and she goes, hey, think we want those too. Like, absolutely. So what are spark fountains? So the the proper term is like a cold spark fountain. So mm-hmm. sparks, everybody thinks of fire because like uh, a sparkler, you light it on fire and then it makes that look, yes. um, which looks great in pictures at night. But our cold spark fountains, you can literally put your hand in. It, it feels like when it's windy at the beach and there's sand hitting your body. That's literally like it. Um, so they're cold. They're not hot. It's not a pyrotechnic or anything like that. And um, so we at the wedding we were at, we lined the stairs. So the exit. So when they walk out, these 10-foot fountains of sparks are on either side. So it makes for an epic exit or first dance or, or first dance or introductions. I mean, it could be used all types of ways. Every time we do it, it gets the... Never gets old. The reaction, reaction. Huge reaction. People in the middle of a first dance will cheer and yes. 
I mean, it's Ooh. that that is the my all phones out my phones all, out phones out my all time favorite four seconds of will write <laughs> AVL content is, <laughs> is you know exactly what I'm talking about is that spin in the first dance with the spark fountains going in the background yep. that was pristine money dude pristine makes for a great video yes so they left um, and you guys. So we, you guys had the sparks out there, and I'm assuming it got that reaction? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, had, I had guests come up to me afterwards when we were done and breaking down, and I'm outside cleaning it all up, and this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, you have no idea how good that looked from our end. Oh, okay. At the other end, where the photographers were set up. Oh, okay. Um, cause of course, before they went out, I said, make sure you stop in the spark fountains and take a kiss. Have a kiss. Yeah. And then go further down and get inside your group of friends and family and do it again there. And one of the gentlemen... He wasn't family. He wasn't wedding party. He spoke to me. He goes, man, that was the coolest looking thing I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. It was just, everybody was impressed. And it's, just as it, a safer, more manageable <laughs> alternative to a pyrotechnic, it's just something that a lot of people haven't seen in person. They and haven't they, been to a show that does pyrotechnics. So a lot of people around here see that. And it's the first time that they've ever seen it in their lives. And it's, they will remember that moment. It's really cool. And if you didn't know it was, it wasn't a pyrotechnic, you would think it's a pyrotechnic. It does oh, the yeah. job of making it look like it's, yeah, it looks like it, like you but see, they're safe. Yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't look like fire, but it looks yeah. just as cool. I mean, I'll, I'll admit that Justin has said many times that you can put your hand into it, and I never have, and I probably never I have, will. I have, I have many it, a times. It is, it is yeah. convincing. To show somebody it's safe. It is convincing. It, I just saw a friend of mine that, that does this in another state to, to really prove how safe they are. I watched him, sent me the video. He soaked a paper towel, paper towel, flammable, and gasoline, super flammable, held it over, nothing. Nothing. Huh. So, yeah, they're safe. All that to say. I had a guy a few weeks ago try to sit on top of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd rather. No do alcohol what, was consumed that do night, huh? The yeah. paper towel before I did that. But still, it's still that safe. <laughs> it's gasoline in a paper towel, hang your butt over it, safe. Needless to say. There you go. That's safe, yes. So that, that's actually the tagline on the website where you buy them. <laughs> you can hang your butt right? over it. You can hang your butt over it, pal. Um, any any other uh, things from that? Who did you uh, who did you guys work with? Um, the f- so so the question is like who so as a videographer or as a <laughs> a wedding vendor like who do you pick? They pick Drew and Lucas. Um, the uh, for video or photo for video. Okay, cool. Photo was Riley Young. Oh yeah, yeah. We've worked with yeah. uh, them before. They're awesome. They're awesome. Um, yeah, she's great. We've worked with her before as well. Yeah. Uh, and Drew and Lucas, we've worked with them before. And a couple young guys do a good job. And they, they did a good job too. Um, Very cool. Every time I needed them, they were around. Which is, you know, we'll tell you, being where you need to be is probably half the deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not missing anything, capturing every moment possible. That's half the job of doing what you do. The hard job is editing, obviously. The hours <laughs> and the grind is the editing. <laughs> but making sure you're around to capture, because as DJs, our job is to make sure we don't do anything without you guys in the, in the, in the room. Like, we have to make sure that the videographer, photographer is here. So having to go around and try to find some sometimes or can't find them, yeah. that's hard for us. So we, we talked about that a lot last week, and it was kind of funny to me because they are videographers. Um, and they almost jumped the gun on the cake. We had to uh, we had to slow the cake down just a little, a little bit, bit again little bit. and make sure we had the the photo and video people there. They were ready to party by the time it was time for cake. Oh yeah, they were ready to get down. It, it like, was, just cut the cake. And let, let's let's get to the dance floor. 
at that point, I don't know how much they cared about the cake. They were just it was a minor cake. formality <laughs> in the way of the party of doing the worm. That was dude obstacles before the worm. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun at that wedding. Um, cool. Like I said, we were blessed with a great group of people that was there at the party. Um, the, the best man, Will, uh, he was awesome. He was awesome. He was chatting us up before the wedding even started, before the ceremony. He was like, what up? You guys are the DJs. Let's make, what are y'all playing tonight? What are y'all playing tonight? And he was out there hyping the crowd. I mean, they had a great group, great wedding party. A great very hype oh, wedding party. Oh, Lauren Williams is in that too. She's a photographer. I know Lauren. Yeah. Now, like yeah, I said, there, was a, there were a lot of people in the industry that were there. And they all came up to us and said, we're super excited for you guys to be here. Very so, hype wedding party. Yeah. It was a lot of industry folks and a lot of Southern California folks. And the, and the music room. selection they had throughout the night, up leading up to the dance floor, made, set it off the vibe perfectly. They had great taste of music, like I said before. A lot of fun. A lot of fun wedding. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. All right. So Friday was a home run. Yeah. Friday I mean, was if a home run. Grand slam. Yeah. And then Saturday, our, our wedding with uh, me, Arlie, and then Will Wright on the video yeah. there. Dude, it's one of my favorite weddings so, I've been a part so of. So I, really, right I, really, I really want to get him back for last week and just grill Justin on all of the questions on this wedding. Go ahead, man. I got you. All right. So, I'm good so, like that. All right. Let's do it. So, so tell, me about, tell me about your couple. Um, we worked with Rebecca and Josh or, or Rebecca and Joshua or Becca and Josh. Um, so... We're from Tampa, moved to Charlotte. So we actually worked with a planner from um, Kaylee was from Tampa. Um, photo was out of like uh, Charleston, lower part of the Charleston, Myrtle yeah, Beach, Myrtle that Beach area. area. Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. Dude, I get my 843s confused, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, uh, Christy and those were great. Um, super, again, awesome team to work with. So we were at Larkin's L, which... No surprise here. I love working at Larkin's with all of their people. We, uh, well, and not to mention that room setup for y'all's Lux package is so beautiful. So good. So the Lux package with the custom furniture, all the like uplighting, intelligent lighting, the thing we like to do there looks ridiculous. So if we're going to talk about the equipment, can we talk about the challenge? Can can we talk about the, the, uh, so I think I think that's I think that's a challenge. big part of the conversation because we had a uh, so at, at L um, well I'll, I'll tee it up so at L it's one big open space essentially there's not multiple rooms there's not an outdoor venue or like a uh, ceremony part there's one big room so they had the ceremony and reception our Lux package takes a bit of effort to get set up install you know everything put and together it takes a bit of space once it's set up yeah it doesn't it, hide it in does. the corner well so arlie you <laughs> took us down this road <laughs> you know that it doesn't uh so arlie you took us down this road so um what was the challenge so we had to do what's called a flip and what a flip is is where you have a ceremony that is happening generally a ceremony happening in the same place that a reception is happening so when you have a ceremony and a reception happening in the same place using different equipment, uh, you have to set up that uh, that reception in that area while they're off having their cocktail hour. So when you as a guest are off enjoying your drinks, yes. we are slogging equipment <laughs> we are as quickly as you're running back and forth. So, and the cool thing about doing a flip, and there are very few 
cool things about doing a flip. <laughs> this is true. Uh, much love, but it is a challenge. It is a lot of work. But one of the things it does is it lets us utilize a venue in more ways. It lets us take that same space that is beautiful and perfect for a ceremony and make it beautiful and perfect for a reception too. So it, it helps. It's a get the most out of the venue situation. And we're not complaining. Here's the thing, man. What we do, you know this, what we do is it's got to be right. We don't have a second chance. Yep. It's one time. It's got to be right. So when we're hurrying, I don't like hurrying. I yeah. like making sure everything is going to be perfect. So that it's not that it's hard work. It's that I want to, I have to ensure that it's going to be perfect the first time. And when we're hurrying, when you hurry people, mistakes happen. It, yeah. it just is what it is. So we're not complaining. It just it, it's a challenge from a wanting to deliver perfection standpoint. There. So last night we had a yep. we had the the flip. We've talked a lot of football today. I'm going to say doing a flip is fourth and goal. You have one chance to get it right. You have to get it out. You have to get it down. You have to get it good, and you have to make sure that it looks and sounds as good as it would if you took that two and a half hours to set it up. So what yeah. we actually do is we show up in the venue ahead of time, we get a staging area, and we set up the Lux package more or less on wheels. Yep. Um, and that can be a uh, that, that can be a uh, pretty funny looking challenge when you have a uh, you know an eight foot an eight foot truss on top of a box of up lights ready to roll into place and set down off. It, it was a uh, it was pretty wild. And not much room to to set it to the side either, right? They were they were great. No. They had a little spot, so they divided yep. the room. They into made thirds. some room for us. Okay, nice. They, they were ready for this. So we were behind. They they hang that pretty drapery from mm -hmm. uh, there's like the third. So it was ceremony on one end. So on the far end. Well, and just to clarify, the recep the the ceremony space, the front of the ceremony space is exactly where all of we your equipment is to be set up. Um, and this is also a, a huge shout out to to Becca and Josh for being so flexible with everything because yep. the initial plan was to do all of the family photos right in front of the altar immediately after <laughs> the, <laughs> the look ceremony. on my face. I was like, uh, again, exactly we, where we need to, we set, need up. to set up. Well, and there. that's, that speaks to, you know, the kind of relationships that we have and the kind of relationships that we want to have with all of our other vendors, yep. because that was something that the planner really couldn't have planned for. Yeah. And so just in one that, of those things, yeah. In that moment, we're all just trying to figure out what's going to work best for yep. everybody. And mm -hmm. in that particular moment, Becca and Josh were awesome. And we're like, you know, let's just go somewhere else. Let's yeah. go outside. Let's perfect. give you guys as much time to get set up as you need. It was great. Uh, and working with a venue that knows us and knows what we need and knows that they can set that place aside for they us. They trust Again, us, bro. Venue relationships. They trust us. Can't be overstated. Happening over here. I don't know. Adam's just playing around with his microphone. Just, just getting closer. So we had a little less than an hour to yep. turn what was the altar into what was the future Rage yep. Machine DJ booth area. That that was and between me, you, and uh, Alejandro, like we we did it. We knocked that out. Man, I like Alejandro. I'm looking forward to hearing cool guy. Cool dude. I've heard is it was a rager last night. Okay, Adam, the microphone should be pointed towards <laughs> you. There you go. How, how do microphones work? Just like that. We <sighs> fixed it. So yep. when we talk about this stuff, and now that we started a podcast, we start down a story, and I'm like, hold on. Save it for the show. 
Save it for the so yeah. Adam literally knows it was a rager, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, save it for the podcast has been like the company motto <laughs> for the past two weeks now. <laughs> it's like if something really cool happens and I'm talking to Justin like about it, he's like, oh, save it for the podcast. He he wants to hear yeah. it for the first time. So Adam doesn't know most of what happened. He knew about the worm. Yeah. So um, nope, worm was Justin. <clears throat> Just, yeah, you guys Just, got the worm. Justin I don't have a worm, worm for the weekend, but we had people on the floor though. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's, let's let's back it up a second. We'll we'll get there. We'll get to the what some might argue some of the greatest music in the 21st century was played last it night. It was insane. It was but, insane. The Macarena. No, but it's not. But it's not. So hang on. TV timeout. Shelf that for a minute because I want to circle back. It's not the. It's not. It's just Arlie is super talented and it's ridiculous. So, period. End of story. So, um, we started the night. So. Um, Rebecca's dad. You know what? What feels nice is I got there. Rebecca's dad, James, um, goes, oh, because we're all in our uptown shirts. And he goes, yep. oh, are you Justin? And I was like, yes, sir. I, I'm that. He is I. I am him. <laughs> and uh, a normal way to so say that. So tired, dude. So, uh, <clears throat> so, um, and he was just happy to have, genuinely happy to have me there. From then on, I was like, tonight is going to be awesome because he, they value having us there. They value yep. us. And um, it's not just, oh, the music is here. No, no, no. It's Justin's here. Uptown is here. These guys, you know, the the staff at the venue, when they know you by names and they're, yep. you know, they, they, they want, they obviously are happy that you're there. Sometimes they tell you, oh, I'm glad you're here last night, so-and-so. And it's like, yep, got it glad to be here you know glad to be uh celebrating with the people that we like to work with so so it started there we're setting up staged you know that's again not to belabor the point but just a difficult hairy situation to make sure it all is is right and we still set it up pretty on the side for the first time before we move it to set it up again i can't imagine being a team that hasn't done that many times and is very good at it <laughs> so mini plug um so ceremony awesome they picked some cool songs leon bridges beyond I oh yeah love that song oh yeah love that song i love leon bridges for sure like for sure because he connects two generations right so he's like you know it has that classic feel but yet he's like a modern day buble in the sense that he brings back something old to the mainstream again correct and I'm struggling with my chair here. Hang on a second. I recently learned they're adjustable. You can get a little, little lower if you need to. No, I'm good. You good? Get low, get low. Um, no, that, that's <laughs> coming. That was later in the night. Get low, get low. So we had that. We had cocktail. Cool. Into the reception. We kick things off. Um, all of this. All I do is win. The energy in that song always gets me hype. I always, always, always. Just for the bridal intros. That's like the wedding yeah. party came in to all I do is win. And every time fun. everybody's hands go up and like literally everybody out there is like whoop in the air. Yep. That is energy. That means we're going to have a fun night. So yeah. into that, we went into their first dance, which uh, a classic song, in my opinion, at least with weddings now, is uh, You Are the Best Thing, Ray LaMontagne. Yeah. It's kind of... Uh, like a wonderful tonight at this point. It's one of those like staple slow songs. Um, so th that was awesome. And of course we had dinner. Larkins killed it like normal. Mm -hmm. um, and then following that, 
<clears throat> we had our toasts and um, Josh's brother, Adam, um, did such an amazing job. It was from the heart doing this. We hear a lot of, I hear a lot of toasts. Okay. You hear a lot of <laughs> wannabe stand-up comedians. C- correct. And he didn't go there. He goes like he had to, and it wasn't that like stop and choke, get choked up to appear emotional. No, no, no. Dude was like, I just look up to you. You have meant a lot in my life. And I looked at Arlie. I was like, that's worth talking about. Yeah, I was like, me, it and, meant and, something. And it's their twin brothers. He, he's like correct. 10 minutes older. He, he introed himself as, the older brother by Correct. 10 minutes. Um, but that there was just, there, there was a very special connection there that, that definitely came through in the toast and the interactions, which is a cool thing to see. It's always nice to get those emotional hits throughout the night because you're not going to have, it's not going to be an emotional sad night with us. Yep. We're going to have, we're going to have a party. Real moments. But Real when, moments. It's, when it's the parents dances in a, a sentimental toast in the first dance and there's parts throughout the evening where you can really be hit emotionally and I enjoy those. I enjoy to see a father crying while he's holding his daughter dancing with her. I mean, I enjoy to see those things because it adds to the night. You can have fun later, but the emotional hits that you get to hear and see throughout the night also make it worth it. Well, that's it, man. Like that's, this is about celebrating these two. I think I said this last week. I'll say it again. It's about celebrating these two people. And, and, and a lot of the night, is about that. It's about the emotion. It's about the what means something. And that those types of things, the words that Adam said to Josh last night, Josh isn't going to forget anytime soon because yeah. it meant something. So all that said, I just, those things, I think that's really what I enjoy. I love all the other stuff. Everything all right, Arlie? Yeah. Hearing things, you know, long, long weekend. But you're right. <laughs> Is that TV that, on? Yeah, TV's on. What in the world? <laughs> I'll be right back. We Thank have, you. We have a TV. I'm like, I'm hearing something. It's a commercial on a TV. <clears throat> but you're right. To, to what we were talking about earlier, how important those moments are, because you guys had a rager last night. And what's the one thing that you guys want to talk about more than anything else? A yeah, toast. I mean, yeah, yeah. A toast. Well, and those are the kind of things, you know, as a videographer that we capture in their entirety. That. That's not something. Hang on, I'm going to give a shameless plug. So, when you hire a videographer and you get that, especially Will is like the audio guru. His audio sounds the best in a video I've ever heard. I've heard a lot of videos, and that you know. And I think some couples. I've told you this before. I don't. Th- I think some couples don't know the remote is in the right hand drawer. <laughs> okay, that's what the couples know don't the know. The couples need to know. I think some couples don't think they need video and I think their parents might see some value in that but the truth is you save it for posterity's sake so down the well, line years toast, down the road speeches those are the kind of things you're you're not gonna you may see it and remember what they said but without a video you're not gonna get to experience that ever again and as being the bride and the groom you don't see any of those reactions you're so in the moment you don't see anything else other than just being there. So the fact that you guys capture what else is going on. Well, and that's one huge. thing when we started out, we de- we decided that that wasn't going to be a non-negotiable. It doesn't matter what you book with us. We're giving you a full video of all the toast, welcomes, prayers, any of that stuff. Because that's the stuff you're going to want to remember. And we also live in a video age. It's not a photo age anymore. It's a video age. Everything on social media, it's a short video. It's a video. 
when you watch the crowd at a wedding, they're not taking pictures. They're taking video. You can't take a picture of the worm. Nope. Just saying. You can, but it looks like she's just eating the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but a video of the worm, it's impressive. We had a great night. The bride took a little nap. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, um, so th- th- those moments, man, I-, I love them. And then, anything else to recap before then? That, 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 that. Nope. Now it's time for the rager portion of the oh, evening. Macarena. Dude, so... Really? Did it work? Okay, okay. Hold on. He, he, hold on. I wasn't there. I'm, I'm all ears. It was amazing. That's all I have to say about so, that. So, okay. So, Arlie does this thing where... It's called DJing, Justin. Being amazing. No, 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 no. Very few DJs could do this. He takes... Uh, what was the first song? I think it was uh, Ying Yang Twins. Go ahead. Spell it out. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, I can't spell it out. I don't remember exactly what it is because it's a little bit different most of the time. Um, but, but he uses... Sorry. So I'll... <laughs> he uses the first four parts of Macarena. Or the first four, like... Uh, <laughs> so so th- this is... Uh, let me tell where this came from because I, I, as a DJ, Macarena is not really in my typical bag of tricks. Nope. Uh, had not been, but I was playing something... And all of a sudden, like one random person on the dance floor started doing the Macarena. And I think it was the Yin Yang Twin song. I think it was like Get Low or something like that. So the, this one random person on the dance floor starts doing the Macarena to this song. And I'm like, look at that guy. That's fun. Uh, so I, I went and dug up and I got the Macarena. And I was like, you know what? I want to take care of him. I want to get some other people out there with him. So I start playing that little, just the beginning. I put a loop. On the beginning, like the first eight bars or whatever. The words to the Macarena never happen. I don't think I know them. Something, something, something. No, but I mean, he. You don't even have to play it to get the reaction. It's just that beginning, like the the little beginning riff of Macarena, and all of a sudden he feels super validated because he was doing the Macarena, and now it's playing. Like he's like, I made this happen, (laughs) and he did. Uh, so everyone else starts doing the Macarena, like with, and still, well, and it's hard to describe without experiencing it because there's three it, songs it essentially me- happening, it, it happening at the same time. So well with everything else you were playing, because Get Low is still playing, Macarena is still just looping that very beginning. And I was like, you know what? I want to keep him doing the Macarena, but I don't really want to play the <laughs> Macarena. Like yeah. that's where my head was at. I don't want to play the Macarena right now. Like I'm typically not that DJ, not <laughs> to, not putting it down, but I'm typically not that DJ. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've talked to you guys a little bit since Saturday night, and this was a wedding where you really didn't get a whole lot of direction as far as they were like two songs, and they were cocktail hour. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you guys were kind of trying to figure out. We were on off the, the cuff. Fly. We were trying. We were we we were trying to get a finger on the pulse. We were trying to do what Adam does in five seconds because he just knows. He just sees it. He knows he gets there. We were trying to recreate that. So start playing the little beginning riff of Macarena. And like I said, I'm not going to play Macarena. I'm not going to go into the rest of the song. I, w- I was losing my mind at this point. <laughs> so <laughs> like, what I do is I, at at. At a timely point, I just pull Get Low down. And now it's just that beginning riff of Macarena for like one little loop around. Uh, and then I dropped uh, Usher. Yeah. Just yep. straight in. And then I really <laughs> lost my mind. Uh, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> people are still like, everyone's they're, they're still Macarena and they're partying. Like now, like a hype song's playing that they're getting into. And Will just walks by. He does like a slow pass behind the DJ booth and he just re- like leans over to, What, what did you say? 
Something like you're incredible or you're amazing. No, or... no, it was something like, dude, you're crazy. Yeah, well, that was it. That, that, that was it. I, I was that. It was somewhere crazy, around there. Man. He just walked by and was like, dude, you're insane, and just keeps walking. And that was just that was probably honestly of a night with a lot of really awesome, incredible moments. Like that was a cool one to see. So why why we think this is cool? If you're listening to this, why we think this is cool is because. The reality is most days, most most uh, most of the music we play is probably on some, on some Spotify playlist for wedding, top wedding playlist, right? But it's the delivery method. It's how you do it. You're never going to hear yeah. it the way he throws it out there. Correct. And it's all about how you, how you present it, how you do it. Well, and y'all just have a, a, a magic way of maintaining magic. energy. The way that y'all mix songs together, yeah. you never lose the energy. It's Friday night when Arlie was took over, and well, we're in Saturday night part. Yeah, now. this is my wedding, wedding bro. But this is, <laughs> you had your it's turn. Really, it's relating to the same thing. It's, yeah, I watched the crowd hear the song that was being blended in that wasn't being played yet, and they're already getting hype on the next song yep. before that song's even coming out. And mm-hmm. everybody's attention span. Well, but easy, sorry guys. Uh, everybody's attention span is so short. Yeah. The way we deliver that music allows us to play more music, first off, and allow... So, playing more music allows more moments. Yeah. When you're like, oh my God, this is my song! Yeah. That's my impression of the typical wedding Hook versus hook. That's hook versus hook. In and out. In and out. Two seconds. And and there's... I I think... I'm trying to remember the phrase. Like, minute and a half, two minutes. Like, that's what you need. And I'm trying to remember the phrase I use. I don't want to play the song past the moment so there a, a lot of songs have a moment they have this hype excited and justin just said like more moments like songs have this moment of like oh my gosh this is my jam i love this people get into it but if you play three and a half minutes of it or four minutes of it like eventually they're out of it they're not there anymore so being bon jo- able to move bon jovi's theme in writing music is don't bore us get to the chorus yeah and with what we do that is that's it like, it sounds like a like a hippie thing to talk about like a vibe, but there were moments like last night where oh. you'd get through three or four different songs and we're all like smiling at each other like, yeah. what is happening? This feels right and good. Yeah, and one, of the, and yeah. one of the best things about that is when you can move quickly like that, like those three or four different songs could be from completely different genres from completely different eras. They can be kind of a nod to different parts of the crowd, the older crowd, the But we just crowd. talked about this earlier today. You know, Sugar, We're Going Down, Blink-182. Like, yeah. the way you were blending that yeah. stuff in with more modern stuff was really yeah. cool. Having a way to give a nod to different people and give them their moment, but not staying on it so long that it lets other people get out of theirs, it's kind of a, it's a fun balance being at a wedding with very different age groups. So I'm going to get reality check us for a second. Do it. When we started, we opened the dance floor. Yep. A lot of people out there. Yeah. But you and I both knew we aren't there yet. Yep. We're like, we have them kind of. Yep. So we kept, and I told you this after the event, the sign of a great DJ is let's keep probing. Let's keep finding. Let's keep, you know. Uh, circling through music, and we'll find it. And they'll yep. give you the reaction that you're looking for. Yeah, but I mean, we had people out there. They yeah. would have not known the difference. It would have been great. If it stayed that way all night, yep. it would have been great. They'd we like, oh we my could gosh, have had that energy and ended on the same energy that we had through most of the dance floor, and they would have said, hey, it was amazing. It was a great time. And, and that's one of the things, like trying to jump around and try and 
guess what the crowd is into. Like sometimes that's a little bit easier when the broad gives you a list. Like if you have a big list of music that you can work through and try the different things in, like, you know, it's unique to the bride and chances are it's going to be unique to some of the bride's friends too. But when you don't have that list, like I find it a little more challenging to have to try and like dial it in and figure out what she wants to hear that she doesn't necessarily know is what she's looking for. And it's and more what she's rewarding to hear. when you do it that way too. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you had two weddings this weekend with no guidance on what dance floor music you really wanted. And when you walk out of there on a Friday and Saturday night knowing you killed it without any guidance, that's pretty yeah. impressive. That's, that's rewarding. You know, I, I think I tell them sometimes, you know, if you give us 10, 15 songs of stuff that you like, you're putting us in the ballpark, we'll hit the home run. Yeah. You know, you just put us in the ballpark, we'll knock it out of the park. But when you don't have any of that stuff and you're still able to do just as good a job, it's a little bit more rewarding. Yeah. But Justin absolutely hit the nail on the head. And ladies and gentlemen, the best for last, Justin and Reed, everybody, that is the fourth person on the podcast today. I don't think we've done his introduction yet. 56 um, minutes in. <laughs> if you were wondering, now you know. Uh, no, he absolutely hit the nail on the head. Like, we were having a good night, but we weren't, like, th- there's a little something extra that you look for as a DJ that with a great crowd... You're like, I know I can get a little bit more out of this crowd. I just have to figure out where I have to go to do it. Like well, just got to dial it in. Turn your mic on. Turn your mic on. Hello, Justin. I'm back. Yeah, you just got to dial it in. You just got to find yeah. the, the right thing. Figure out where that place well, is. And that I was going to say, go. too, as a videographer, I'm, I'm hunting for those authentic, real reactions to songs, people being in the moment, feeling it, and... That's something that you guys do so well The in searching for that, you know, as you go throughout the night, that translates on video. The like un- you can definitely tell when people are really in the moment enjoying themselves. You mean the wobble doesn't play through video? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody facing the same direction, doing the exact same yeah. thing over I mean, and over? The, the, the line dances have their place. <laughs> <laughs> the but I, was, I wasn't actually going to pick your brain about what is it up. that you're always looking for at a dance floor when you're shooting it, and you kind of just explained well, it. Well, I also would say that my the highlight portions of my videos are unique, you know, yep. dep- especially when you guys are there. Um that's a, a style that I really, really enjoy. It's more of a hype feel. It's more of an energy. You really feel the intensity of the energy in the room with my highlight videos. And that's something that I'm always looking for. Um, dare I say I only get it when you guys are the DJ. That, <laughs> that, uh, that's you, probably... There's just like a certain excitement that you can see in someone when the song comes on. That's it's like authentic. Jamming, it's real. They weren't expecting it. It's, it's something that... Hits and they're like, oh, they're playing this. There's just like, I don't know. It's a fun it's a real reaction. It's a fun feeling to see that in someone and to know that you kind of put it out there for them. It's fun. I love it when they get up there and they're you know they're yelling, skip this song, skip this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I had to grab the playlist from last night because I I'm wanted. So, I knew that's what you were doing. Uh, Justin yes. walked out of the room and I was like, he's going to get his laptop. So you know, it got it it. We were having a great time. Yep. But both as guys who've done this for a long time know, like, let's let's take them to another this level. This crowd has potential. We just have to figure out what is they the, got uh, another gear. How do we? What is the it? what is the match that we throw into this bonfire? So can can, can I just ask wh- why is that important to you guys? That's why we're there. Because I have an idea, but like, why is it important to you to find that? It's a mystery. It's something to I, solve. I have a better word. I think it's passion. 
I think I can really Certainly. tell that you guys love what you do when you get out there and do it. Oh yeah, I was dancing around like a fool last night <laughs> Same. because I love what I was doing. No, I mean, it's uh, you know, that's why they that's why they hired us. They could have hired any DJ and had an, uh, a fine time. I'm not there to give somebody a fine time. I am there to make them hot, sweaty, probably <laughs> drank one too many because they were having so much fun. Aunt Susan broke her heel. That's that's the level at which, again, they're not going to remember all the songs that I'm going to talk about in a minute that are super cool, but they'll remember the, how they felt. They'll yeah. remember how that experience felt, and that is what we're there for. And they'll remember when their friends come up to them and say, that was the best wedding I've ever been to. That's a rewarding feeling for a bride and groom. And they're like, oh, we, we did it right. Yeah. At the, at the, the end of the night, a dude came up and he goes, um, I've been to a lot of weddings. And that was some serious, legit DJing. Great job. Literally hunted me down, hunted Arlie down. And uh, and he goes, and he might have had some drinks. Like I'm not gonna was discount that, was, that. Was that the gentleman from Atlanta, Georgia, yes. that had the uh, <laughs> had that Atlanta street cred going? Correct, correct. Uh, he's seen Outcast in concert, so he That's is right. a connoisseur. Uh, <laughs> but but he goes, don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't change a thing. Like, okay. And this dude was, I watched him because he's in front of the booth. The cool thing about our Lux booth is this furniture. So there's not like a table table in between us. Yeah. You can, you can reach out and touch somebody and they're right there. Yeah. And you can reach out and take their, their drink glasses off, off the of table. the DJ yeah. oh, We were doing that all <laughs> night long. Because <laughs> they are right there in front of us. But every, every time you mix in another song. He goes, oh my god! Like he just get like it kept building and building. He's like another one, like another one. Oh my gosh, he's doing this. So my guy Arlie is, you know, we went from anywhere like in sync to then you went like old school to Africa Toto. You know, uh, watch the rains down in Africa, and then here's where the Macarena part comes in to Salt Shaker into Macarena into yeah, there it is into Hollaback Girl, which oh, I'm pretty that's sure. Right. <laughs> Sealed the deal. That was on uh, the dance little, floor. Uh, that was the little acapella out version of Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, yep. dude, just crazy went Uptown Funk, Ice Ice Baby, Apache, uh, Forever, into some oldie stuff for a minute. And then, uh, oh, 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 oh. It was the Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop into. The weekend, blinding lights. Yes, that's right. And that's yes. where things popped off hardcore. There, there, it there was, was good. There's a little move there. There, there's a little transition of like, they were relatively in it, and then we, we I, I played with them a little bit, and then once once blinding lights came on, I was like, okay, I think I might know what to do with them now, bro. Late two thousands got straight up murdered. Let's go. Okay. Uh, you did a mix with uh, Young Jock going down in God's plan and to teach me how to Dougie into Snap Your Fingers into Walk It Out into Cyclone, which was a bride request, bride request. on the spot. Next song. Worked love perfect. Two-step. Laffy Taffy. Swag surfing. Kiss me through the phone, which this girl on the dance floor was like <laughs> to the top of her lungs. Belting. Crank that. Bottoms up. What you know. Whatever you like. Buy you a drink. I'll just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a half hour or 20 minutes. And he played all of them in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. it just kept on. I mean, dude, this is... Uh, 
I was, told Arlie at the end, I was like, we are going to put that in the folder because was, uh, that is a great set list. Well, and you guys went hard till the last one. Okay. Well, so, the, speaking of the, la- no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to let you go ahead because I want to oh. hear you tell this story. Actually. Talking about the last song, right? Last song. Okay. So I'm going to be super candid. Here's the last couple songs leading to the last song. Okay. Just to yeah, give the, you the, the, the official, listener, the official last songs, an idea of where we were. <laughs> We went from Mr. Brightside to all the small things to Trap Queen. And then our last song. They lost their mind. I, I, was, I was losing my mind at that I, point. I kept, I kept Trap Queen because what, what went into Trap oh, Queen? Oh, you looped it over freaking all the small things and it worked. It's in yeah, key. So, it well. Had, so we, well. We had the, the vocals of Trap Queen going. So we have a, a special version of all the small things. I have. Is it the Scooter remix? Am I thinking of? It yeah. is. So it, it's the Scooter remix of all the small things. That means nothing to you, but it has a really cool <laughs> breakdown. But to DJs, we know. It has a really cool breakdown in it. Scooter's fantastic. And I just found this one part of the breakdown that I was like, you know what? I could just get that whole little like intro part of a trap queen where it's mostly just vocals before the beats really dropped and yep. kept it going on top. And it, it just, it connected really well. So are, are you thinking about all of this stuff in the moment? Yes. How? <laughs> DJ. Why? <laughs> because we're all DJs, dude. We don't think about it. Like you think about it. So I, I, I am a He's the Oracle. I, I am very in tune on the, the one. <laughs> I'm very in tune on the technical side. There, there are places that, I struggle in places that I've grown a lot working with Uptown. I mean, being a part of this team has honestly taught me more than they realize. But like the technical like stuff, kissing butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was that was for the pay raise right there. There you go. Um, no, I, I've always been very technical in my mixing. I learned from a very technical DJ, so I just I don't, I don't know that it makes sense to me. I mean, typically when I work with Arlie, there's a point in the night where he does something, and I walk three steps back. <laughs> I cross my arms. I look at him with my si- head sideways, and I'm like, "What did you just do?" Like, and most of the time, it was something really dumb. No, but it's but amazing. And last night, I at least no less than four times walked three steps back, <laughs> cocked my head to the side. I'm like, "Bro, what did you just do?" In the moment, there was a song you played, and it said something, something, something. DJ. He loops it, cuts DJ, rolls out DJ into this next song. And I was just like, and it wasn't planned. Most people plan that and couldn't execute it that much. So and, I'll and, stop. I'll stop blowing you up. And and every me up, once but. in a while, I'll just notice something in a song, or I'll know something's coming in a song, and it'll just click. It'll be like, "Hey, that'll work with this other thing." Oh, like, it worked. I, I, I connect yeah, music it when worked I well. It, it's funny when I was younger. Me and my dad played a game in the car when we were driving somewhere, and it was okay. Just, okay, th- this is completely off base. When me and Dude, dad were driving somewhere left hand turn, car, let's go. Um, we would play this game where my dad would start singing a song. And then I would have to pick a, a he, he would sing like, you know, a, a little piece of a song and I would find like either a word or a phrase and connect it to a different song. That's and cool. that was just like a spontaneous what? thing that when, so he would start singing a song. He'd sing no, like, I a get little, it. He yeah. was like DJ training school had, in the station wagon. If he had it to do it over again, he wouldn't have, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was just, I don't know. I just know. I really just thought about that, but that's something that we used to do when I was younger. Dude, and, that certainly, and it connected because a lot of what yeah. I do is wordplay. I find a little word or a phrase and most of the time people don't notice it, but it's a little something that ties the songs together Bro. and it lets me kind of tell a story through the Bro. nights. And your scratching is ridiculous. 
wiki wiki. It's ridiculous. Dude, that's just the icing on top, though. For sure. Like, his, 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 the way he mixes in and out of songs, using the word plays, using the, the beat pad just to just do his own drum machine with it and everything else is just amazing. So we have Trap Queen, and that brings us to the big Thank you. finale. Which, the banger, the end of the night. Justin, what did we play? I look at Harley, and I'm like, this is the last song, and I don't want to play this song because it didn't fit. It, like yeah. We're on these... You know, uh, we yeah, had what are those like? We had early two thousand, early yeah, mid two thousand, early mid two thousands. We had gone a certain direction, and we had gotten them so locked in that we didn't want to get away from that. But we have a last song of the night, and there's like, a group of dudes over here that are jumping up and down for twenty minutes solid, bonkers to high energy music. Yeah, and our last song, our last song was to be "Sweet Caroline." Um, now okay i don't appreciate uh, the sound effect because both of us genuinely both of us were like man like i just don't know i don't think it was the right song for the right time that said i bet it worked i was like well it did let's go well here's it but here's it here's the challenge played it it started working four songs four seconds in glass hits the ground there's girls out there barefoot. Oh. So, you know, yeah. like the dance floor just scatters it, and it's yeah. the last song it, of the it, night. This it, is how you leave. It was the bride's glass too. That's, <laughs> I won't tell her. She may listen to this. Did you, did you capture that moment? I did. <laughs> so we're like, I looked, I looked at Arlie and I was like, we might want to do one more. I checked with the, cause there's rules at the places, all that stuff. I checked with our planner and I said, this just happened. We want to end on the high note, you know, with with everybody out there. This kind of hampered that. You cool? She goes, you do you. Do you. I was like, all right. But this awesome thing kind of happened spontaneously yes. because it, it's the last song of the night. We get on the microphone, you know, you guys, let's hear some noise for Rebecca and Josh. Like this is their celebration. And I think because we had kind of, and we've talked about trust a lot, there's definitely trust between a DJ and a dance floor. Like the people on the floor, if you have developed that trust and you've done well for them and they are locked in, like you can play just about anything and they will still go off for at least one or two songs. And they were so into it and in the right headspace and having a good time. Like the glass broke, it got cleaned up. And by halfway through Sweet Caroline, it was singing at the top of their lungs out yep. on the dance floor. Like they were having a great time. And it, it was this moment where we had kind of been like, Ooh, we might need something else. And then it, it was, it was hitting pretty well. So Justin, I'll, I'll kick back to you. So, you should have played any Linux. Walk broken glass. Adam, you're great. You're always <laughs> on top of it with that stuff. Um, so, I was like, I looked at Arlie. I was like, well, we're good to go if we want to play one more. But this is working. And I said, Justin. Yes. If I'm if I'm going to play one more song, this is what I'm going to play. And it was Every Time We Touch by Cascada. I had loaded it up. I had been It was like, already in. If I have to play another one, I'm playing this one because I love this song. And I look at Arlie and I said, you sure? <laughs> No, and not questioning. I just. Oh, he was absolutely questioning. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. We don't all do this the same. Or if so, we'd be boring. We are three different DJs. Correct. And we just had been 
it was a banger for so long. And I'm yep. just like, I just want... If we're gonna You're only as good as your last song, they say, right? So <laughs> that last song, very important. And that's how people remember. Before you send them outside to do sparklers or whatever, yep. that's that's what it is. So I'm like, but and it you was, said, hang on. You said, I said, will it bang? And you said, oh, yeah. And I'm like, it's all yours. You do your thing. I trust you, dude. thousand percent. You're a sick DJ. So I was like, you do your thing. And uh, and it well, was going to bang one way or the other because if they didn't get off to it, I would have all by myself. Just for some con- just for some context, we're we're winding down. We're yep. we're we're changing our camera oh, yeah. setup. I, I, okay, so we're, we're getting so ready. I did jump ahead. We're getting ready for the exit, and and you guys just put <laughs> so it out there. We, well, got, we got the chant. We were done. And I was set. I was happy. So we're we're getting ready to head outside. We're 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 changing our camera gear. Sorry, and sorry, Will. You you just hit it, and well, Jared and I both just run right back over to our gear <laughs> and head right back out to the dance floor. Well, Arlie goes, if I get the one more time, because we, we both felt it, it was going to happen. It was I was like, if happen. we get one more time, I'm playing Every Time We Touch by Cascada. I'm like, okay. And it we fin- well, we finish. So Sweet Caroline finishes. I hear, I'm not leaving this dance floor ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, you, can, you can watch us pack. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, but it was a one more time. But and then we the got the one more the song. Yeah. Like somebody started it and they jumped on. I was like, okay. And I looked at them like, let's. Uh, and I had it queued up. I was like, we're doing this play I button. Still feel. And boom. They went. Yeah. Absolutely, ham, dude! Holy, it's a great building bananas. song. The song builds great too, and, and it, it, it starts off hot. I, you could tell immediately that it was going to hit. There was this moment of like, because oh, yeah. we had been doing like that, you know, classic two thousands snap, hop, snap stuff. Like you know, we a, had been doing a different kind of music. There's a shot that I like to include in all of my videos if I can, and it's a shot. With the top of the room, with the lights flying around the room, and every single hand in the yep. air. And that song was that moment. And we had already played No Hands, so we didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> and all I do is win. So all the hands were up, yes. That's yep. the one. Yeah. There it is. You know what I'm trying to so say. So you know I do a thing intentionally. I know. So, my, so our awareness. I try to be super aware of where my photo video is at. If I see you in the thick of things and, and I'll find the part of the song where on the microphone, everybody hands in the air, hands in the air, up, up, up. And because I know you're going to get a super dope shot out of it, video or photo or something, a, f- a photo with everybody's raging hands in the air looks way cooler yeah. than raging with no hands in the air. <laughs> yep. It is what it is. Um, I do, I do it for the photo and video. What do I say? No, I mean, it's, it's, but it helps the product you send. It makes it look cooler. So that's, that's what we do. So, and the cooler thing is that, that it's actually an accurate representation of the feeling in the room. Yeah. And like when the couple see that they remember the exact experience they had, which is an amazing one. So we finished, we send them outside. Rebecca comes over, looks at both of us. I was like, this is the best night ever. Oh my gosh. Like all of the things that as a DJ or 
think in any job you want to hear that tells you you're doing your, your whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, don't change a thing. Yep. That's what we got told. And um, so it was Beck and Josh's wedding was that that was pretty tops for, for it's been that was a that was a good one. Arlie, I told good him stuff. seven times, but I'll make it eight. Dude, just straight crushed it. It was great. A lot of fun. So all weddings on our books next year, all upcoming brides and grooms get ready to party. You have to live, live up to these. We want you to, we want you to have the <laughs> yes, time you, of your you life. You have no to party as you hard as rage. if you party as hard as the as the uh, as the groups this weekend, then you're doing something right. That's what we want to do, man. That's awesome. That's what we want to do. And then today, totally changed gears because that's well. And hey, before we move on, just a quick oh, shout oh, out. Yeah. Just quick shout out to Kaylee Francis. You know, fantastic planner out of Tampa, Florida. Um, Tampa, yep. Florida. Um, she works we, with my buddy uh, Corey Barron down there a lot, and she goes. We had to stage the stuff, and she goes, that is a really cool D- cool DJ booth. We had our uh, farmhouse Lux, so it kind of fits that thing. And she goes, a DJ I work with a lot does some furniture stuff like that. And I'm like, you're in Tampa, right? She goes, yeah. I was like, I, I met this guy Corey last year at this, uh, this event. She goes, yeah, I work with Corey a lot. And at the end of the night, she really, really liked us. Just going to say that. Okay, had, that blew me away when a wedding planner from Tampa – is like you guys have a really awesome DJ booth set up. There's someone back in Tampa that has something similar, and Justin can just be like, "Oh, you talking about Corey?" Like it's just so weird. Corey's a good dude, man. Yep. I like that guy. So we connections. Work. Yeah, bro. Well, dude. Mm-hmm. Relationships. It's all about the network and all about the uh, yeah relationships, friends all over the place. Because uh, we, I mean. Not everybody gets married in Greenville, South Carolina. So if I can help somebody else out <laughs> elsewhere, great. And yeah, Kaylee was you'll awesome. And make those dude. connections too when we are finally able to take you to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you'll COVID. Make, you'll make some connections. We'll too. talk about that on a different podcast. I'm already too drained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just made me sad. <laughs> Kaylee had like a team of three. I mm-hmm. think, man, always yeah, great. She was on it. She was on her on her stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Christy Roderick. We mentioned her earlier. Photography, fantastic. Uh, not from this area. No, she's from the 843, mm-hmm. wherever that is. Yep. <laughs> yep. The East Coast of South Carolina. Yeah. East, yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I um, wish this was a video podcast. It's been a long, long weekend. And it's over. And it we're is. drained, but we feel good about everything that we did this weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, dude. All the people you work with, and then today, just seeing, really bringing an idea to life, and uh, for a good cause too. For an awesome yep. group, there was not just good work but for a good cause. Yeah, it was a cool sure. way, cool way to close out our weekend to do something with an impact. I like, uh, I like being uh, multifaceted. There's the word of the day. I like being able to do stuff other than just DJing. It's fun being yeah. able to do other things uh, other than that. Now we've kind of. You've always wanted to be a referee. <laughs> oh, we've got pictures of that jersey. We have some. Great hey, man, pictures. when the when the theme is pep rally rivalry, Clemson, Carolina, did it up a referee? It is what it is. When it comes to it, you have to go find a medium size jersey. <laughs> Your little brother size uh, jersey there. Well, 
So we have a lot of great content from this past weekend, a lot of great photos and videos that are going up on our Instagram. Justin, could you tell us what our Instagram <laughs> handle is? Ayo, shameless plug. <laughs> He's testing me. Uptown at Uptown underscore entertainment on Instagram. That's right. We know it this time. And. And. The Monday after podcast.com. <laughs> oh. Success. Dude, two for two for two for two. We made it. Boys. Yes. Been a heck of a weekend. Yeah. I'm ready to, to go home and go to sleep now. It's time for the Mondays. So check us out. Every week, right here, uh, we're on Spotify, right? Will, hey, uh, yes, sir, we're yeah, Spotify, yeah, yeah, we're there, we're uh, yeah, Google Podcasts, still, still waiting everywhere. on, <laughs> still waiting on that Apple. Apple <laughs> just makes you earn it. They're like, dude, uh, you're gonna wait for that, so uh, we'll be there soon, I guess. But Spotify, who doesn't use that these days? I love it, so uh, we're right under Joe Rogan, <laughs> right, <laughs> right behind him on, on, the, on, the, on the charts. Oh man, have a great week, till next time. Peace.